The Cellar Dwellers may contain inappropriate content. Alright, who are we kidding? You and I both know these movies are pretty messed up. But isn't that what you're here for anyway, you filthy animals? Join us in the cellar, and enjoy the show. Are we now diving in? Are we recording now on what we are talking about this evening? We are now recording on what we're talking about that we saw this evening. We to, are the Cellar Dwellers. I am Christian, and this is Colby. Hello. And we are talking about Miracle Valley by Greg Sestero. The great Greg Sestero, you might say. Now, before we get into this movie, we have a few things to talk about. First... Very important. We're joined by friend of the pod and now real life friend. Welcomed into a home friend. Uh, I think you mean studio? The studio. The it's, super It's secret, very professional. The cellar door. Yeah. Randy. What's up, guys? <laughs> did, you, did you forget his last name? The last name is Stat. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I was Christian. Like I said, Randy is our, our new friend, of course, of the Overlook Hour uh, podcast. Uh, who we were honored to be guests on uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, Randy moved here to Atlanta, and we've now seen a few movies with him. He joined us for our, what was it, Christian? Prisoners of the Ghost Land. The Prisoners of the Ghost Land. He got to experience the Rage Cage in Atlanta. I did. It was great. Great experience. and Packed house. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, I don't know about packed house. It was close. Absolutely packed. Everyone loses their marbles. (laughs) It was packed for a pandemic. Let's say that. Yes. Sure. Now, I know... How long long have you been in in Atlanta now, Randy? Uh, Just over a month. Just over a month. How many movies... two years. How many movies would you say you've seen already? Maybe like five. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Uh, So, you mentioned before we started recording something that... Uh, you, you've experienced something in that month that I would consider a, a rite of passage here in Atlanta, uh, which is, of course, uh, seeing a movie completely alone uh, in the Plaza Theater, where we saw our movie tonight. Indeed. Yeah, I saw Knocking at like 4 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah, And dude. no one was there. It was mm. just me. So I, I know nice. th- I know that I've been there. Christian, I'm sure that you've Absolutely. experienced it as well. Uh, like I said, it's a rite of passage uh, in nice. Atlanta and uh, always a good time. We love the Plaza. Yeah. Beautiful theater. Great spot. Yeah, fantastic. And that's where we saw uh, Miracle Valley. Miracle Valley. Okay, yes. So before we even touch Miracle Valley, if you're wondering why we watched a movie like this, there's some explanations there that we have to get out. So Greg Sestero, if this name sounds familiar to you, of course, uh, you would know him from The Room. He's the star of The... Well, 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 (laughs) well. He He is the competent star of The Room. Let's kindly put it that of course way. we're talking about tommy Wiseau, yeah the auteur the <laughs> the mastermind behind the room but uh greg cicero is the author of the book uh the disaster artist which yielded the film starring directed by written by uh james franco uh dave franco plays uh greg in yep. the movie uh which is very funny after I've seeing him in person seen that movie uh you should see it. I know. It's worth seeing. But uh, the book's great, though. Dave Franco is 
at least two feet shorter than Greg Sestero is in real life. <laughs> Greg Sestero uh, is okay. Yes, okay. we should spill the beans. There, Greg Sestero was there tonight, guys. We got a Q and A with him after the film screening, and let's just say he's stupidly handsome. He looks great. He's fantastically handsome in person. He's super tall. Do you agree, Randy? I do. He's also a Bay Area boy. Oh, are you guys friends? Did you know him personally yeah. before this? I wish I did. He's about <laughs> 10 years older than me, uh, but he is from Walnut Creek, California, which is about 20 minutes from where I grew up. Oh, my God. I also just found this out today. <laughs> <laughs> you did say, so you uh, you were the only one in this theater for a few minutes, at least. Yeah, uh, I got there uh, early because I'm perpetually early to everything. Yes, which I 100% well, respect. I also need to shout out that you said that you needed to return some shit to Videodrome, which Indeed. you're already patronizing yes. a beautiful local spot in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that you are taking, oh, fantastic. taking advantage of video. We love spreading the Videodrome love. Yeah. I, I threw out a blast on uh, on the socials about like what should I rent, and Videodrome shared it, which nice. was very kind of them. Uh, all of the suggestions that I had already seen. So I got Body Melt, which is what I told you guys about. Prior. You said we should do an episode on it eventually. We should. It was very fun. Which I'm interested uh, so in. So shout out to Body Melt. Um, uh, back to Greg Sestero. Back to Greg Sestero. He's very tall. Very tall. Very handsome. Uh, pretty cool dude. Turns chill. out. Chill as fuck. Very chill. Honestly, uh, we're from the South, of course. Well, Christian's born up North, but raised in the South. I'm from the South. I have uh, a tattoo of Jordan. He seems like the most California dude he does. I've yeah. ever, like, he's, he's tall, like, he's blonde, he's got, okay. like, long, flowing hair. That was actually a point. The, okay. <laughs> I realized that I didn't bring a notepad. And for <laughs> this movie, I re- I intended to. Notes would have been good for this movie. Uh, so, at a certain point in this movie, I realized I need to pull out my phone so I can write a couple things down. But I don't want this to be blinding, so I gotta turn my brightness down. Yeah, it's tough. So I had to keep a couple things in my head. And until this moment, I forgot about that. I really wanted to note, like, this is the most California, like, fucking dude I have (laughs) ever seen in my entire goddamn life. And heard. He sounds like the most California In the movie and in person. He's not doing a character. Fascinating. Fascinating shit. I really don't want to dog on him at all. Mm -mm. No. One of the most earnest presentations I've ever seen. Credit where credit's due. Valley boy through and through. Like, 100%. So, as somebody from California, how common is that stereotype in California, Randy? I feel like he's almost playing into more of, like, a yeah, yeah, L.A., like, Valley stereotype than, like, Bay Area. But, sure. I mean, I'm sure we got some of those people yeah. um, up north in California as well. Just, I don't know. It's, it wasn't really my scene ever, but I'm sure there's people <laughs> like him. Yeah, I guess the the Bay Area isn't really surfer surfer town USA. Not really. Yeah, no. that makes sense. He is, uh, what I would imagine is a an avid surfer. Yeah, <laughs> he has that vibe. At least an attempter at surfing. He, I don't know how he good looks at surfing like he'd be he is. Good. He looks like he'd be good. At surfing he's probably hit some. Swells. I mean, there's that scene where he's doing yeah. those cool pull ups. There, there is <laughs> shirtless. So yes, he's the writer, uh, director, and In star jeans and of boots? this movie. And he does give himself a good gratuitous uh, shirtless shot. While wearing sunglasses. While wearing sunglasses. It's a cool look. Dude, this and, movie is and, and, and his pecs pop in every shirt he's wearing <laughs> in every single scene of this entire movie. Yeah. Let's start talking the, about let's start talking about Miracle Valley. He's the MVP of the PP, the pop and pecs. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like you should uh, make a song out of that. I'll figure so, it out. No, you yeah. Won't. Yeah, no, I won't. No, you won't. Don't lie. <laughs> so, how do we want to start with this? Because this is obviously a movie that is only in theaters right now. He said distinctly this is yeah. not going to be available uh, VOD, which I respect. I think that's a cool move. He's on a, he's on a tour right now going through uh, the, all the states and essentially screening it for uh, for certain theaters. He loves the plaza just as much as we do. As he should. Yes. Um, but how do we want to do this? Do we want to get our, our big thoughts out of the way early? Or what? Or save them until the end. <laughs> Just, uh, <clears throat> this is kind of a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, I really want to give respect to the craft and to uh, the creators of all of this and to the curators of all of this. Uh, but Miracle Valley is a film that was presented earnestly and only during the Q&A was it revealed that, oh yeah, some of that stuff you guys were laughing at, sure, that, yep, we thought that was intentional. It's like, no, <laughs> no. Uh, it's not a great movie, but I really enjoyed watching it. I had a really good time. If Greg Sestero wasn't there, would I have had as good of a time? Probably not, uh, but let's just say you had to suppress some laughter at times because I genuinely <laughs> Greg almost was there, and we felt we didn't want to laugh at moments that might not require laughter. I genuinely almost went under my seat because of a certain line. There was just one word that was said, and I lost my mind. I don't remember, but I remember. I don't remember the line, but I remember you sinking abortion. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Let's. We gotta get there. We gotta. We gotta work our way there. So this movie. Okay. So he gave an, a little intro to us uh, before the film started, and he. We we knew nothing about it. Christian is showing us his notes, and there is a line that just says abortion. So great notes. I appreciate that. Thank you. It was important. Um. And, and so he gives us an intro of of the movie, and we knew nothing. Going into this, we didn't know if it was going to be a comedy, a thriller, a horror movie, a romance, maybe. You know, he's got some experience with romance. The but, only thing I knew was IMDb said this was a thriller. Okay. Interesting. That's all I knew. I saw the poster. Cool poster. And said yeah. thriller. Cool poster. Randy said you tried to look some shit up, and there was nothing. I did, and I did um, see the premise online, which I, did I didn't think made any sense, and I'm still not sure if the MacGuffin for this movie that sets off the film makes any sense. Uh, I definitely agree, and we will get there uh, 100%. Um, but he, uh, in this um, in this intro, he said that he was inspired by the horror films of the 70s. He specifically cited uh, past flick that we have watched, The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. And he also cited... What was the other one? Uh, the thing from 1982. Uh, yeah, he did. Oh yeah, and Christian leaned over and said that was in the 80s, like a fucking and then Colby narc said, that he is. <laughs> Colby said during the Q and A that I should say, "Hey, did <laughs> did, did you know that the thing was made in the 80s? Uh, actually, uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. Did you know? <laughs> not even a question, just a statement." Hey, did you know that you got that wrong uh, when you said that in the intro of this of this film? Knowing, like, the second that he said my favorite 70s horror movies are The Hills Have Eyes and The Thing, I was like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Okay. This movie's going to be a trip. Yes. And and before we jump into it, uh, as Randy mentioned, I'm looking at the IMDb like two-sentence summary, and I'm going to read it for you guys because, like Randy, I don't get it. <laughs> and we just saw this movie. Uh, okay. An obsessive photographer and his girlfriend are invited to a desert getaway in search of an ultra-rare bird. Fortune, fame, and mending their fading relationship takes a turn at the hands of a sinister force where they face demons from both past, present, and future. Wow, that second sentence is a doozy. Um, first of all, uh, I have many quabbles with this. First thing being, uh, an obsessive photographer and his girlfriend. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that I thought it was his daughter uh, when they first <laughs> when they first uh, introduced these characters. She's like she looks like she's sixteen years old. She also looks like a very strange mix of like Amber Heard and Florence Pugh. Pugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you speak French? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yes. So that made me laugh when I realized that it was not his daughter uh, a few minutes into the movie, and it was when I he... mean she seems like a teenager. Exactly. Yeah. And he, Greg Sestero, we already said looks great. Great looking dude. Very handsome, but he's clearly at least 35. At least like 45, I would say. No, don't do that he's a, to he's him. He's a California 45. Don't do that to he looks great. No, don't say a, a California 45 is like someone who's like 90. So he's a California like 25. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it works. Right, Randy? Of course, I'm a California 27. <laughs> okay, perfect. There we go. I don't even know where I was going with this. There is so there are so many things that I wanted to remember about this movie, good and bad. Well, that's why I tried to take notes. But it's <clears throat> this movie was tough, especially because I didn't want to pull my phone out because the dude was there. He's gonna think you're recording and <laughs> you're gonna get a, a pirated copy. Yeah, yeah, torrented. something along those lines. Yeah, that's what he was scared of. This was uh, not what I was anticipating kind of exactly what I was anticipating. It, it it was a strange amalgamation of a lot of things. It It's painfully not exciting, ever. It's his attempt at an homage of those kinds of movies. And it's Is it, though? An attempt. There, okay. So there, there's so many the cliches one, in it. I want I want to get one thing out of the way that there was one sequence that I thought was genuinely like who shot this because whoever shot the rest of the, this movie did not shoot this sequence, and it's when he's all like, the plot doesn't fucking matter. So he's <laughs> it's all very, it's very basic. I'm for our listeners. I'll say he's all covered in the cream and he's gotten all the goo all over him. There's some and goo he's in this bleeding movie. and he's yeah. got the goo and his arms are all fucked up. And he's walking through the woods. Oh, the handheld shot of that and all the sky and he's walking. It's all the back shot. Beautiful. That, was that a, looked that, very good. That was him yeah. being Terrence Malick. A little bit, yeah. It looked that awesome. That's what I thought of. Literally, but, but that whole right. sequence right. looked fantastic. The rest of the movie does not look like that. Not a, sing- not a single other part of the movie looks like that. But I will say, it looked better than I thought it would look. Well, the entire Same. movie looks better. Like than overall, I it would look. like yeah. the, just the camera quality. I it didn't it look really like nice. the room, and it didn't. Well, okay, Randy and I have seen Best Fiends, Friends, whatever the fuck it's called. Tommy Wiseau's second film. Well, he didn't direct it. They oh. just starred in it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they just acted in it. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's written and directed by other people. Huh. Um, 
uh, Randy and I both saw part one and didn't realize it was a part two and then never saw part two. And we both forgot what happened in part <laughs> exactly. one. Exactly. I asked both. They both didn't remember. It's like, ah, I don't, I, I remember both of them are in it. Yeah. I also don't remember hating it, but Me neither. I also don't remember anything else that <laughs> happened. So. But you all, you don't like the room. Like the room is not a thing that you particularly enjoy. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I do, mm-hmm. and I remember Best Fiends just as neutrally or fondly sure. as Randy. Well, yeah. I'm also, so, Randy, what are your big thoughts on Miracle Valley? Yeah, Cause, just cause from the top. because yeah, we've yeah. kind of, it's hard yeah. to talk about because we wanted to, to really respect it. We do respect the craft of it. Sure. But there are Grace definitely... Grace Sarah, well done. You made a fucking movie. Yes. Good. You did it. The The script is terrible. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Randy, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean... You asked a question about it. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to know. I'm a writer. I thought it was fine. I enjoyed um, seeing it in a theater with people. I think if I were watching it at home, it wouldn't definitely play the same. It'd be very boring. Um, Yeah, I thought some scenes looked good, and some of the gore was, like, obviously practical and, like, was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Some kind of fun kills, and... That That is something that we do really do have to acknowledge. The... Gore in the last third of the movie, which is really when all the action happens, pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it ramps up enough. Yes, because it, it's a very slow beginning. This You kind of get lulled to sleep by the, by the t- tough acting. Uh, and But then, in most movies like this, it really does feel like it starts tough I, and then and stays not great. I but will say. It really redeemed itself for me in the end of the last third of the movie. In a, in a bit, in a way. Greg Cicero is certainly a more competent director than he is an actor. Yes. I would say so too, yes. I will give, I will give him that. Make, make more movies, stay behind the camera. Yeah. Maybe give yourself a cameo role. Yeah. Something like that. He, to, you're handsome as shit, my yeah. dude. You're so, especially in person, like, holy shit. Yeah. You're tall. Intimidating. Not you Dave Franco me. short. He's I'm wearing tall. a primitive man shirt, and I feel like a little boy yeah. next to Greg Sestero. He's so chiseled and tall. He lets you know he's chiseled in the movie too, because again, again, he's doing <laughs> pull-ups with sunglasses, shirtless. Yeah, amazing shit. One of the questions that I wanted to ask was, "How many pull-ups can you do?" But I didn't because I have self-control. No, it's because you're a coward. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, honestly, that's a good point. I'm a fucking coward. No, you did get me to ask a question, which I appreciated because I was at a loss, honestly. Oh, I could have asked a thousand questions, but I only I asked one question. It was a good question. I, I genuinely felt uh, maybe starstruck. Maybe that's the way to phrase it. Hey, I get it, man. Because I don't, I don't know if it was recorded on here. I may have said it at the beginning. It may have been before we were talking. But I said, right when the credits hit, I was like, I gotta pee. <laughs> gotta go. Like, I gotta get out of here and pee. Because that hit, like, midway through the movie. So the second the credits hit, I was like, I know there's a Q&A. I gotta pee. So I was trying to leave. And then he walks in right when I'm trying to walk out. So I hit him on the back and I go, that was amazing. You spanked him? Yeah, <laughs> right on the ass. Great job, buddy. I, I grabbed a full cheek. No, I hit him on his... I, I patted him. I hit him right across the face. I patted him on his shoulder. Just like, that was amazing. He's like, thank you. And then I walked out. I was like, I just lied. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't have to say amazing. I don't know. He caught me off guard. With his looks? 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You I were, don't know. Honestly, you were Star Trek. I think I, that is the only the I only felt like I was in high school and like a teacher was just like, what's going on? And I'm like, you're amazing. And then I you pissed yourself in front of him. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Go to class. <laughs> yeah. Because that's high school, right? That's what happens in high school. Hey, man. We all have different high school experiences. <laughs> yeah. You went to a private Christian I was school. Homecoming Randy game. grew up in California. True. I'm just nomadic, I guess. Yeah. I did want to ask him if the golden hawk is actually a rare bird. I think you mean silver hawk. Silver hawk. How dare you? You mean the the MacGuffin of the movie? So that so no, (laughs) nothing mattered. So what what Randy mentioned the silver hawk is uh, so (laughs) Greg's character is an obsessive photographer who is trying to take the rare bird uh, find the rare bird uh, the silver hawk and apparently according to everybody in this movie a picture of it. Sells for upwards of $2 million. <laughs> it's never been done before. It's, it's never before seen in picture. And so apparently uh, he's obsessed with finding this bird. And spoiler alert, he takes a picture of the bird. Then it gets deleted. And then he gets <laughs> well, beaten to death with his own camera. There's No, they saved one oh, picture true. of it. Because that was... Why would you delete any of the others if you're just going to kill the guy? Then you get more millions of dollars. Yep. There. Okay. The, the, as you said, the script, the dialogue, the, uh, there is so much that is just said in this movie that I, it doesn't need to be said. No, it's just giving me life. Like, it's just so fucking dumb and nonsensical. And I loved every second of it. It's one of those movies where every sentence is unpredictable. And you don't know like how how a line is going to be said, uh, a word, a character choice. reaction, exactly. Like, nothing made like. Okay, I got to get this out of the way. This movie was boring as shit. Like nothing, fucking nothing was. I felt nothing. You were, we're 24 minutes into the recording, and you're finally giving your real. Thoughts. I'm giving my real feelings. <laughs> this movie is boring as shit. It was, uh, like, if I'm giving it a star rating, I don't fucking care. It's like a two yeah. out of five. It's a two. Because, like, I had some laughs, but, like, that's about it. You had suppressed it. laughs. I had suppressed laughs. If he wasn't there, <laughs> you I would have loud laughed. You would have been, like, scream laughing I in there. Yeah, I would have I would have very loudly been laughing. Um, and the line that you would have laughed the loudest at is, what was the your notes again? Uh, abortion. <laughs> Just abortion. So... I want to I want to talk about that scene because that is I would have I was trying to we not laugh as well. We usually go through the plot. I know but it's just we're like not, we're not really doing that. So well, it just doesn't. Matter. It doesn't matter. There's there's Greg, his girlfriend, Do you think daughter. It matters. No. Okay. Not at all. Yes. So we have Greg and his daughter, girlfriend. Uh, I guess both or whatatever, girlfriend. And they're in this in, in Arizona at this ranch. And the basic thing is a, a cult shows up. Uh, his buddy, his real life buddy, plays. Uh, the pastor, who is incredibly buff, who is essentially the cult leader. He, I feel like he's trying to do... He, he was fine in the movie. Like, he was whatever. Yeah. He had certain scenes that were better than others. He's the big bad of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I felt like he was trying to do, like, a Bill Mosley kind of thing. Uh, again, it's like a, trying trying to be an homage. Trying. Trying to. He's uh, so buff, though, in this movie. Literally, the only thing that felt like an homage to anything was the... Uh, title screen because it was like blurry also there were no credits but there was an opening credit scene without credits 
Do you guys know what I mean? There was like an opening montage, like after the title of the movie, mm-hmm. there were no like starring credits, but it was like True. a weird montage of them driving for like five uh, minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like usually you'd put who's in this movie here, and none of that happened. It That's was just true. the title of the movie. He's, he's keeping you on edge. Yeah. I do. I do want to say the title card, awesome looking. The title card looked very good. Very You're very right. cool. I'm glad <laughs> that, that made me honestly. Kind of, he was selling kind of excited. They were selling mini posters of that title card slash the poster of the movie, and yes, it looks cool. As well, it's not twenty five dollars. Cool, but yeah, not not twenty five dollars. It was cool. signed. You should have bought your book. You have the disaster artist on the. On yeah, but I feel like it would have charged me ten bucks for that. What do you have? For the podcast, dude. Yeah, for the pod. Yeah, we'll resell it. We were we'll gonna try to. We were gonna it. try to go get drinks with him, but he was way too busy. He seemed way too busy. What do you mean <laughs> we and try? You yeah, stood, we tried. You stood in front of him for five five minutes and then stared at him and then you're like, hey, you want to buy anything? And I said, no. And you said, okay, let's leave. That was that was the extent. We're five all... minutes? We were there for like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. It felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because nobody else was there. And we all acknowledged that the three of us are all socially awkward dudes yeah. who don't know how we to had no speak interest. to people. <laughs> we had no interest in actually doing that. Yeah, I never talk to the talent when they're uh, in person at movies. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, me asking the question was Colby's insistence. and uh, What was the question? Uh, what was your favorite kill? And his was his own. Yeah, uh, which he got beat to death with his own camera. Which, kind, of, kind of a cool scene. Fine, but uh, it was also, uh, I mean, f- actually fair enough, because his was the most graphic. He, now that I think about it, his looked the most, like, real. Like, the blood yeah. on him was, like, dark and really fucked up. It doesn't looking. cut away as he keeps yeah. getting bashed in the face with so, his camera. So, fair enough. I, I legitimately think, like, obviously, we mentioned the script is... is hard to follow sometimes the dialogue is dialogue's bad dialogue is very bad but like i said the the final third of the movie when the action finally starts it really i had a great time i like i enjoyed it like like randy mentioned the prosthetics and the practical effects were really good like surprisingly really good better than a lot of the movies we've watched uh, i mean it's better than anthropology and so by far but I, I I did enjoy it. I would probably give it a two as well overall, two yeah, out of five. But like, I I had more fun in the end. Would I recommend it? No, no, no. Well, to some. Who who is this movie for? If not, I us. mean, if you're if you're vaguely interested in the room, it's if you a love relic the of room, that. like the owner of the ranch that Greg filmed at. I don't know. It, Actually, this one is kind of tough because the homages that it's going for make no fuck. Like, they just don't work. Like, it's not happening. It doesn't look or feel like a 70s movie. So, I think... The music is... They talked about it Yeah, the Q&A. The music is not great. I didn't mind the, like, orchestral stuff, but, like, all the other stuff was weird. Yeah, and there well, was, it like, was just, like, out of place. Yeah, and there yeah. was that one scene after the, like, intro credit scene that yeah, didn't yeah. have credits... Where they're like in the kitchen and like music's playing the entire time for like three minutes. Yeah. And I was like, this would be like a much better scene if they just cut the music. It felt yeah. like he just wasn't confident enough to like to keep let it. the scene play yeah. just by itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the question that I asked him in the Q&A was, what was your writing process like? Which I was, I was genuinely. in the bathroom when you, I, I came in during the answer. I was genuinely curious because I, like I said, I enjoy writing and I'm always curious to see what other people are, are, are what their process is. And you were also trying to buck up a little bit. Being yeah. like, I got this, dude. 
Well, I'm trying to be cool, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, but what he said kind of explains the choppiness of the of the plot is he wrote this in 13 days and then edited as he shot the film. And it was kind of like, I, that makes sense. That, that yeah. Oh, tracks. this was just an idea. Yes. Well, essentially what it was, he had this ranch uh, estate essentially he that, he, that he could film at for yeah. a specific period of time. So he went, wrote it, and then filmed there uh, while he lived there, uh, which honestly, uh, very cool that we had a Q and A because we got to, like we had to hear some cool behind the scenes and the process. Well, apparently, the guy did not like that they were filming there. Yeah, the the man that owned this ranch was uh, an ex clown. They made <laughs> made sure to say that, which I think is uh, an incredible detail. Uh, who just happened to be a fan of the room and called up Greg and was like, "Hey, I've got this ranch." You're a filmmaker. Do you want to make a movie here? Which sounds like the plot of a horror movie, yeah. <laughs> truly. Which Greg also noted, our horror movie turned into a horror movie. Yeah, I think he said because this this ex clown apparently just hated having them film. Yeah, there. and was like stalking them. Yeah, just like being like, "What are you guys doing?" It's like we're filming. You said we could do this. I bet he looks like John Wayne Gacy, another you evil dress clown. Up like a clown for them. Nice Sufjan reference. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> cool. Thanks. That new album that he's got, very fucking good. Very good. Bought that at Videodrome. Nice. nice. They had copies of it. Weird. Huh. Why Videodrome? Uh, apparently, Asthmatic Kitty, their record label, reached out to Videodrome and was like, because the movie, the album is uh, pretty much based on movies. They reference like Hellraiser, like oh. a ton of shit. Man, I need to listen to it huh. all the way through. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. It's, cool. it, it's, it's like Illinois, Carrie and Lowell type shit. It's not his electronic sure. stuff. It's, it's really fucking good. Yeah, that's tangent for hey, another day. Let's become a Sufjan podcast. I, I mean, fucking fine. <laughs> love that shit. Love, love, love. Yeah. I, I, I really don't know like where else to go with this movie. I mean, it like we said, like well, I enjoyed. We didn't the, really the talk. It. Okay, so it's <clears throat> fake. Bill Mosley is a cult leader who's wanting to steal from Florence. Yeah, and. Uh, steal Amber what? Heard. Blood. That's the entire crux of the movie. Is that because there's blood there's, has healing there's properties. three ancient blood types that are like so rare. P so D. Yeah, payable <laughs> on it. death. Christian's favorite band of all time. Randy, are you familiar with Pod? Oh yeah, I used to be a big Pod head back <laughs> oh in the day. Oh my god, we knew we picked the right guest for tonight. Youth of the Nation. Come on, <laughs> come on, dude. I ooh, oof. P.O.D. very Yeah, close we can't get heart. started. We can't get Christian started <laughs> yeah. on P.O.D. That's what got... Uh, they set me on my path of righteousness. Good shit. To Jesus. Sure. <laughs> sure. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, this... Dude. It's all such a boilerplate, like, cult movie, which... And again, we said he wrote but it in 13 not, days. But it's not. Like, it. we just watched, like, not that long ago, The Manson Family. Yeah. Like, this is the most, like, tame nonsensical like lifetime movie version of a cult movie like there's no aspect to the cult like what is the cult doing they want the blood for what this one dude and that's it and there's nothing the doctor in this though straight up felt like the doctor from malignant why was the yeah was why was the too. doctor yeah. even existing in this right movie? the dude yep. he's <laughs> my the life's from work the very, yes the dude from the very beginning of malignant yeah uh who ends up getting killed later in malignant yeah. but that's the doctor in this who gets stabbed, being like, "Oh, my life's work." It's yeah. it, you're right. It it 
wants to be just a basic like 70s cult movie but then he throws in all these like weird moments and like the cinematography doesn't work no. like for it being this like n- none of it all the style that he's saying he's going for it's not working which dude like you made a competent movie but don't say that it's this when it's not i will say you mentioned that he is a better director than he is an actor which i agree with even he is light years better than his girlfriend's character like she well like really rough to to kind of get through and and i don't even know how to describe it It was so flat there was nothing there well i would say everyone was pretty fucking to be flat, fair though, except the cult leader to be fair though i did think she was 16 fair and i thought yeah. she was just being like an angsty teen daughter and then i realized then he takes her hand and like interlocks fingers while she's sleeping and i was like oh are they actually are they dating because I, the entire oh, car ride had, in the beginning, I, I assume. Already, okay. I don't know. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I instantly realized they were in a relationship, but I can understand. It's not why. like they. Had, it's not like they had I any mean, chemistry. I mean, her makeup looks like she just <laughs> had yeah. put on makeup for the first time. Yeah. Exactly. She looks yeah. like a hot topic kid, <laughs> yeah. and he looks like a forty-five-year-old dude. Most of the women in the movie are dressed like they just put on makeup for the first time. Yeah. Most of the people in this movie are dressed like they just put on clothes for the first time. It's very, I mean, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, I had a nice time, but it's not good. But like Randy said, like, if we were watching this at home, it would have if been I watched oh, less, yeah, I less fun it experience. Off, sure. yeah. If I watched this at home alone, I would have fallen asleep. Yeah, you would have been doing something in the background. I fell yeah. asleep. I re- Or this would have been on in the background while you did something in the in, foreground. To In anticipation of Halloween Kills today, uh, since I work from home now, I watched... Halloween 2018. Mm. Oh, nice. Did we? See, I think we saw the like, theaters together. We did with Hannah. Yeah. It was me, you, and Hannah went and saw it. I, in, I remember vaguely enjoying it in theaters. I put it on today and literally fell asleep within the first seven minutes, until the end. Like <laughs> fell asleep for the entire movie. I don't like, really remember. I also any had of the to movie. wake up and be like, I'm supposed to be working, and like <laughs> had this to like during your shift. Yeah, oh no, this was like this afternoon, like in the middle of my work day. It was like I put this movie on and just passed out, knocked you it's out. Like, Fuck. So when I woke up and like got my work in order, I put it. I like I restarted it and put it back on. Nice. Uh, very not great, boring kind of fine ass movie. Uh, Are you excited like, about the new one? No, uh, but I'm curious about it, and I'm going to watch it because sure. Halloween is my favorite horror franchise, right. even though they suck. Uh, it's nostalgic. Grew up with it. My dad liked it. Um, I, I watched that. After watching that, I was like, oh, that was boring. I'm really excited to at least have some fun with Miracle Valley. Not the case. Yeah, we, we, we can't really say it was a fun a fun experience. The laughs were unintentional. For sure. Well, were they? I think. He seemed to try to be like, I find comedy in everything. I don't know. The abortion line. It's, the movie Dude, itself that, seems yeah. kind of anti-abortion. I did. Like That was actually a question I wanted to ask. That would have been, been a yeah. controversial question to ask because it, been it a very... kind of has those vibes. He also kind of didn't answer the question that someone asked about like religion and horror, too. Yeah. He kind of skipped over that. So yeah, you probably would have yeah. had a similar That's answer. That's a good point. Yeah. I was thinking Is he that, a trumper? I don't. Uh, Are we doing? You should have asked that. <laughs> Did you vote for Trump? And don't you fucking lie, Greg? And don't you fucking lie? Uh, no, I don't think he's a Trumper, but uh, he he might be anti-abortion. That, that abortion thing. 
Uh, okay, so it's during the it's the sermon. It's not 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 a single moment of this movie hits. No, like it's like not, their initiation period. They go into yeah. this like cult meeting, and the the dude's doing his thing and giving his sermon and fucking. He hits Sarah. That's her name. That's her name. I always forgot. All the names are so basic. Yeah. What is Greg's name? David. <laughs> oh, okay. So David is the main character. And then the, the cult leader is named Jake. <laughs> the old yeah. man, the old buff man is named Jake. Bill Mosley is named Jake. Uh, but it's not even Bill Mosley. It's more like the clown, the dude who plays like the clown in 31 or like the guy in like Three from Hell. Yeah. That isn't Bill Mosley, the other guy. It's like that dude who's also trying to do a Bill Mosley. Um it's him giving this attempt at a passionate sermon. It's so bad. That's not, there's just no life to it. And He's then also he, wearing a, a priest collar with a leather jacket over I it. I mean, he looks cool as <laughs> shit. Cool look. He looks cool as we hell. We have to throw that Greg out. is wearing that jean Coca-Cola jacket. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. There okay. we go. <laughs> Finally. Okay. This, this is an aside that's needed to happen the entire time. Randy is correct. Finally. Okay, why? Why? So, why? You just wear a jean jacket, a, a correct? A few minutes into the movie, I think he gets out of the car at some point, and he throws on this jean jacket, which jean jackets are always cool. Always sure. correct. And then he turns around, two. and we see the backside of it, and a huge Coca-Cola logo, like, across his entire upper But it's got back. the white, like, on the bottom, too. Like, the little white swoosh it on the cocaine. It is never like on the addressed. Throughout the entire movie, and honestly, if I if I had any balls, we look I would have at, asked him a question like, and been like, "Were you sponsored by what, Coke? What was the deal with the Coke jacket?" Well, we found it at a thrift store, and you know, like Coke was big in the seven. This is my Greg Cicero impression. <laughs> Be more California. <laughs> we found it at the thrift store. That's Bob Dylan. We found it at the thrift store. <laughs> wow that's bob funny. dylan's from california you think bob dylan and greg sestero sound the same <laughs> do we hear the same person yeah man were you not there i thought that was pretty spot on coca-cola is international but we, yeah we should have asked him that was that should have been the randy why didn't you ask him about the coca-cola jacket i should have you guys both got a question in so yeah, you were the only. Technically, one I got two ask. questions in because I made <laughs> Christian yeah. ask his question. That's that's accurate. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be the guy that asks two questions. No, especially in a bright orange. Because, shirt. like I said, I could have asked ten you. questions. Yeah, yeah, of course, I stood out. I don't know how product placements work. Placement works. Do you think they had to like pay for that? You think that's like a well, third that's of the budget? Also, what I was thinking was like, did you did they sponsor this movie at all, or did yeah. you have to pay them to wear this stupid? Because that can't be jacket. cheap. No, is it was the whole movie, guys. Oh, it's yeah. safe to say Greg Sestero is an outlaw and didn't pay for it. He just wore the jacket. I mean, if if there was no permission, he didn't pay for shit. I'm going to say that. That's probably why it's not on VOD, and that's why it's just, <laughs> He's just trying to get <laughs> going away with to theaters, theaters right now. Yeah. Honestly, that's a that's a good revenue stream right there. Yeah. <laughs> so the so the man doesn't get. If you. this movie's coming to your town, go see it so you can see a cool Coca Cola jean jacket. If this movie's coming to your town. Go to it so you can ask Greg Sestero about the Coca-Cola jacket and then get in touch with us Please. at CellarDwellersPod at gmail.com we will or do, any of our social media stingers at, we will do, at the end of this episode. Follow them. We will do a thorough follow-up. Randy guaranteed. Randy guaranteed. I think it's going to San Francisco pretty soon. I should get um, our co-hosts <gasps> the Overlook Hour to try to go. Oh, Please. my God. Please. And you should guest on... Uh, 
uh, your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've officially absorbed Randy. Yeah. So tell tell your their friends, greatest tell, fear. tell your friends at the Overlook. Their greatest fear has happened that we've kidnapped <laughs> you forever. <laughs> I'm sure they'll hear it when it comes out. Yeah. Fair. Yes. That's fair enough. I. I don't know. There's I think some gore this to death. at the end yeah. of the movie. I don't know. There's yeah, dude not... gets his head like pulled out of his body. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and there was a fun Q and A story about that. About the the church that allowed them to film it. There was just like, oh, I guess you're not filming a religious film. Yeah, they lied. They, Greg yeah. said they were going to film like a religious film or sermon or something there, and uh, they did decapitation. The security scene. guard saw them pull uh, a dude's head off, which pretty cool scene. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like I said, that that's kind of redeems it. But Randy, what would you what would you give it out of five? I'm with you guys. Yeah. About a two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. There's some effort. If I had watched it alone, I'd probably give it a one. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the the communal aspect added yeah. a one for sure. That's that's safe to say. Um, that abortion line, man. I sunk so far down in my seat. I had an abortion. I like. <laughs> I oh my god I lo- oh that's Ooh. like that's like in class when you're in high school and <laughs> you and your friend are sitting next to each other and you're trying not to laugh and you're just like, oh like oh, us god. in college where we almost got thrown out of our Shit. our fucking dramatic writing class that's true I forgot, for laughing I forgot that actually hard. happened to us in college uh, man we were we were the baddest boys of college I told and the baddest boys you of know the, the movie game. Funny People the Adam yes. Sandler movie yeah. Funny People. Uh, Jason Schwartzman has the line in that movie, uh, don't put me in a situation that I have to fuck my way out of. <laughs> so I said that to Colby in that class and without missing a beat, Colby goes, you don't have the dick, which just <laughs> made me lose my mind. And we almost got sent out of that class. <laughs> I just had a sense, you what know, because we were like whispering to each other <laughs> yeah. and I was like, don't put me in a situation that I have to fuck my way out of. And he's like, you don't have the dick. <laughs> Lost my mind, and that's when you're trying to suppress those laughs, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." Yep. You're like, "Christian Colby, Shirlene yeah. uh, Wood Woodley Woodland." I don't. Something. Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley was our dramatic writing <laughs> teacher, <laughs> our professor in yeah. Georgia State University. Yeah. I think we're probably older the same than age. Her. Yeah. I think yeah, I you're, think you're we're probably older right. than her. Um, yeah. Randy, do you have any? Obviously, this movie uh, doesn't necessarily require a palate cleanser because uh, not that scary. Sure. Uh, but what would you what would you say is your palate cleanser? Anything that you've been doing or watching lately? Sure, you saw yeah. knocking. I saw knocking. Knocking was good. Yeah. It's um it's short. It's a short feature. It's like seventy five or seventy eight minutes. Nice. Um, it's kind of creepy. I feel like there could have been a little more to it. Sure. Like it felt a little bit surface. Um, but it was good. There's there's some good creepy stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it to you, but shout out to Videodrome again. I rented a Czech movie from nineteen seventy seven called tomorrow i'll wake up and scald myself with tea it's a you told me about this earlier <laughs> sci-fi satire comedy like farce essentially uh, about this plot that people have uh they're essentially like nazis in like the 90s that have this plan to use time travel to go back and give um adolf hitler the h-bomb uh so that he could win world, world war ii and the plan goes terribly wrong because they're dumb um, Nazis. And um, then they travel back from, um, you know, World War Two era back into the day before that they left so that they can, like, try to, like, stop themselves from, like, fucking up the plan. Oh, my God. It's really fun. 
Um, I had never heard of it before. I was just yeah, that's wild. Walking around Videodrome, and I saw the title. I was like, "That's an excellent title." This what year was it made like, again? I think seventy-seven. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So I don't know where else you can see it. There's this like hardly any reviews. Animated. It's live action. It's a, um, I don't understand how they could have done any of that that you mentioned. Yeah, it's it's bonkers and it's Hell really yeah. fun. Um, cool. I'm returning it today, so nice. if anyone wants to rent it, it's uh, at Videodrome. Other than that, I don't know how you can see this. <laughs> that's probably I can't imagine that's streaming anywhere necessarily. Probably not. No. So yeah, hit up Videodrome no. always. We Damn. love Videodrome. That's wild. Um, great palate cleanser. I'm very curious about that movie. My uh, palate cleanser is I have been playing Metroid Dread, the new uh, Metroid game that just came out on the Switch. Uh, I was a big uh, Metroid Fusion guy on the Game Boy Advance, put a lot of hours into that, and so uh, this game is just incredible. Like it's super Hell fun, yeah. uh, really hard. I died so many times, uh, but it's really it's a great game. Hell yeah! Yeah. What about you? I uh, Hannah and I just did our annual rewatch of Over the Garden Wall. Oh hell yeah! I forgot you guys do that yearly. Yeah. Every year, every October, great movie. We do a or rewatch of that. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's the length of a movie. True. It's about an hour forty minutes. Yeah. So, just uh, check that out if you haven't. Other than that, just trying to absorb as much spooky shit as I can this I month. Know. October. Yeah. Uh, this will come out. But yeah, before Halloween, we'll have yeah. two episodes. I think before Halloween, we'll have enough. Yeah, we got Maps of the Stars coming up yep. too. We got, we got a bunch of fun stuff. And yeah, like we've we've seen a decent amount of movies in theaters lately. So yeah, while we've been doing our Cronenberg series, which we love having kind of that consistent thing, and obviously we are doing our last there's a film lot coming. Back. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of movies uh, coming back. I'm gonna add this to my palate cleanser. I saw Dune last night. You saw it two weeks early at an IMAX theater at Atlantic Station Regal. Interesting. Uh, it's awesome. That's my. I'm gonna add that to my palette cleanser. Um, but yeah, we will be doing Ma- Maps to the Stars next as our uh, final part five of the Town of Cronenberg series. I'm very excited to rewatch it because I remember it being a very explicit mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, had a yeah. really really I'm, fun time. I'm with pretty it. excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a really raunchy mess. Yes. Yes. Uh, can't wait. And and like like we said, there's a, a lot of movies coming out in theaters that yeah. that we'll want to do episodes on um possession is going to be uh playing at the plaza lately randy you want to yeah. go see you want i to think see that opened tonight I as do. well i haven't yeah. seen it yet too so this will be oh. the perfect time to finally see it yes so i'm gonna i'm gonna speak this into existence uh we're gonna go see possession at least me and randy christian, or christian owns it so he i might. own it i don't think i can make it next week i've got something big yeah that's fair uh, but either way i think i think we we will probably do an episode down the road on on possession for um, sure and and uh, we have a, a former guest who uh, is a filmmaker uh, in Nashville, Jordan Noel, who uh, Possession is his all-time favorite movie. And so we'll, oh, get, nice. we'll get him uh, to talk to us about it as well. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, any any final thoughts? Any, what, what, what else do you have to promote? Any music stuff? Uh, no, just uh, some stuff coming out. Yeah. Uh, so just look for my projects, Work of Hark and Clot.Grind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keep an eye Amazing. out for that shit. Uh, got a lot of uh, cool indie tunes and a lot of scary other shit coming out. So. Scary other shit. Scary other shit. It's fun. I like that genre. Yeah. Uh, Randy. You still haven't heard it yet, have you? I haven't. You haven't, yeah. <laughs> you haven't let me. I'll I, show you I didn't after sign the permission this. slip yet. I'll show you after this. Okay. <laughs> Randy, is there any anywhere that you would like to be found or any like music stuff? I know you're a musician as well. Sure, yeah. Um, you can find myself on the Overlook Hour podcast along with um, my hosts and good friends, uh, Russell and Clark, and you can hear this 
very boring voice bring down the show <laughs> and the energy of every episode. Hey, man, that's what we do to each other every episode. We understand that. <laughs> it's one of us to each other. Yeah, and we'll, we'll definitely have them on, on the podcast as well. Uh, this is hopefully just the first time of many. For sure. Uh, of, of Randy. Randy guests. Yeah. Next time, next time we'll let you actually pick a movie that we'll, yeah. we can have some that has some meat that we can actually sing some deep. Yeah, to. we all went into this pretty yeah. blind. Randy tried to research it, but there was nothing online. There was n- nothing <laughs> yeah. available. Yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah, and we, you know, sometimes sometimes we get movies like this where there's just not a ton. I to have talk a about. feeling we saw one of the first screenings of this. I feel like this was early in this tour that he's doing. We should if add not. One of the first stops. Yeah, we should add all the answers to the questions into the IMDb trivia. One hundred percent, we should. We should. Uh, you got to be the change that you want to see in the True. world. Gre- Greg Sestero's favorite kill in this movie was his own himself character. because he wished that he had killed himself earlier in this life. I think that's what he said, right? Uh, not in this life, in this movie. Okay, <laughs> that's what he said. That's way darker. Sorry. You heard something different. Sorry, projecting. Well, either way, thank you, Randy, for uh, for hanging out with us and, and going to see this movie. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, Be thinking about uh, a movie that you would like to watch with us. Sure. Uh, it better be scandalous. For a, for a real episode, a real heavy episode, a heavy hitter. If you guys um, want to take the uh, plunge into the three hours of cold fish again, um, oh, yeah. maybe sign me up. 100%. Okay, cool. That'll be our, yeah. se- our when sequel we do episode. Fish, cool, we'll get Randy yeah. for Cold Fish. That'll be a good I would love to watch I've it. Been, uh, since I want to watch Chris, it again, too. Yeah, yeah. cool. We'll do, we'll do it. Because normally we'll it. it's hard for me and Christian to convince ourselves that we want to watch a three-hour no, movie. Knowing that Randy wants to do <laughs> yes. it, we're oh, down. Yeah. That makes it way better. So cool. that's been spoken into existence. We will be doing that at some point. I own a copy. We'll make it happen. Perfect. Nice. Cool. Um, awesome. That was fun. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. We have been the Salad Rollers. Goodbye! Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. What up, you freaks? It's Christian, better known as Seaman. If you like what you hear and want to dig deeper, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dwellers Podcast, Instagram at Cellar Dwellers Podcast, Letterboxd at Cellar Dwellers, and of course, our email, CellarDwellersPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you freaks want to hear more of. The goo, the gore, the milk? Let us know. Come dwell. There's plenty of room in the cellar.